Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I am your host, Violet Rain. I'm so excited to have with me today, Sue Lyon. Sue's creative intention is artwork to honor Mother Earth. She's an author and illustrator of adult and children's books and has a line of inspired drawings that reveal the magic and harmony we can experience on this earth. She has created and written several affirmation decks and designed journals for people to express their powerful selves. She lost her home in the Marshall Fire and has found amazing opportunity in starting again from ground zero. Welcome, Sue. I'm so glad to have you on here. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is wonderful talking with you and and being part of your series. That's wonderful. Well, we love, we carry Sue's uh, books and cards in the store. So we do have them as a local um, author. She's been in several of our craft fairs or wall art fairs in the past where she sold her books and her art. I have several of her pieces hanging in our center, including some in Suite 210. And I've also bought her art as gifts to friends. I have some of her art hanging in my house. So I am a true fan of Sue's art. And those that have hung out with me for a little while, if you've ever seen me at Body, Mind, and Spirit, Sue was the designer of our convention expo booth. So our art there was designed by her. We couldn't think of anybody else that we would want to design that. And my dream someday, because I'm putting it out into the world, is to have some trains and buses wrapped with art for our center, advertising our center. And if that ever happens, Sue will be the one that designs those for us, for those trains and trams and buses here in Denver to talk about discover your spiritual gifts. That's mine and Tom's dream someday is to be able to do that. And we would definitely have Sue help us design because she has a great perspective on who we are and understanding all the things that we do, which is not a little bucket, but a big bucket, right? <laughs> Thank you, Violet. <laughs> Absolutely. So Sue, I know that you lost your home in the Marshall fires and you're rebuilding. I got to hear today that they put up cabinets and you're starting to get your home back. I'm so excited. Oh. This has been such an amazing journey. So I lost my home, my studio, my inventory. I, lost, I, I took my computer. That's We had less than 10 minutes to get out of there. The fire was right to my neighbor's fence line. So, you know, coming back to absolutely a two-story house that's reduced to about a foot and a half of ash uh, was really shocking. And But the path has been amazing. I don't think there... 
too many people that I know that can say they have the opportunity to start at ground zero. And that's a kind of the whole um, attitude that I took right then, right then. It's like, I can't go back. I can't get it back. I need to move forward. And it has, it has been a, a wonderful not just a physical journey of getting a home, my home back so I can live at home, but it's been a spiritual journey of trusting the powers that be, trusting the inputs that I'm having, trusting the design decisions that I'm making on, you know, footprints and flooring and kitchen cabinets a huge design project, probably the biggest graphic design project I've ever had in my life. Um, but it has been an amazing culmination of love and caring from community, from family, from friends, and also the excitement of creating something new that will sustain me for the rest of my life. It's been really quite wonderful. Well, my, my artwork is reflecting that as well. <laughs> well, you know, and I love that. I, I remember when your house burned and our heart went out to you. Not only did your house burn, but your daughter's house burnt too. Yes, you were yes. both both affected. And a lot of us, our heart went out because we're we're definitely, I think more than just community, we you feel like family to us. So every time we get to see you, we get so excited that we get to see Sue. But I remember that because you would post every once in a while, just your reflection. And I remember one of them of you going back out to see, and there was life popping up underneath and, and the green coming up and just your reflection on you know how life comes back and it 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 shows us that it's resilient and coming back it was a huge symbol you know I don't believe in coincidence but I do believe in synchronicity and when the fire happened on December 30th 2021 everything was black I mean, all of the grasses had burned off, the trees were burned, everything was just black. And then we had a 12 inch snowstorm. So then the snow covered everything and it was almost deceiving because snow brought a certain peace to the whole area. It covered up the destruction. We couldn't get in for a week. There had been an investigation that had started. But when we finally got in, there were patches of snow. There were lots of snow. There were patches of melted snow, but it had stayed cold. But you could see underneath that everything was just black. It was just dead. It just looked dead. <laughs> you know, here comes March. And all these little green sprigs are coming up. And the bushes that did survive are starting to get little buds on them. And by April and May, everything is green. It's all green. Mother Earth did not disappoint. And in the snow, I could see coyote tracks. And then in the mud, I could see deer prints. And just, just this last week, when I went to check on my spruce tree, I love my spruce tree, and it's starting, the whole seared side is starting to recover, and I send her good in energy. <laughs> 
I looked up and an eagle, a bog eagle, eagle flew over me fairly close. And I just stood there and watched this bald eagle. And as it flew, I turned with it and it joined two other bald eagles. So there were three bald eagles. Well, I'm a real animal person. So I, I took that as a very spiritual sign that what, what I want from this house and from this land is light and community. And, and it's happening. It's already happening. So it's pretty, pretty remarkable that Mother Earth renewing and me renewing is, it's just, we're all one. I love that. I love that. I know you've written a lot of beautiful children's books. You have one here that you can share with us. I love this book. <clears throat> this is one of How the Trees Got Their Voice. And it's a great book talking about the trees. Share a little bit about this book that you created. This is a book about how the trees got their voices and the trees for, for eons stood very powerfully and gave all these gifts. They have roots for animals to bunker. They have branches and sweet scented blossoms for insects to you know, to partake. They have very strong trunks for people to rest. And, but all during this time, the trees listen to the voices in the wind of other animals speaking to one another. I miss you. I love you. Can you come out and play? And the trees realized that they wanted to have voices too. So they, they chose the young one in the forest to speak to the, to the great spirit and, and said, we have all these gifts that we can give, but we listen to the animals in all over the earth and they have messages that they speak one to one and one to all, and we desire voices too. So the great spirit thought very, very carefully and finally said, you are the, some of the biggest creatures on the earth. And if I give you great, big, powerful voices, they might scare your neighbors. So I will give you soft voices that rise and fall with the wind. And from that time on, the, the trees murmured their, um, their messages of love and sometimes fear and sometimes community. But mostly they loved having being able to speak to one another, one to one and one to all. And I, I, I really believe that that's what Earth is telling us is to become um, become so much in love with the music of the earth, the messages of the earth, that all the creatures have their messages, including the tree and including the wind. <laughs> so that's what this book is about. I love that book. It's so beautiful. And it's won awards and recognition. And we were talking about that before we got on here. Sue has so many books that have been recognized for different awards and not just one. Some of them have eight or nine. I think that's yeah. amazing. Here's another in Fox Light that I wrote this one for adults. There's stories in my life that show the magic in life. And this is one awards and several of the children's books I have illustrated for other people, other authors. So I have children's books that I've illustrated, but they've won awards as well. So I love that. 
I love that. So share with us today, what are you working on now? What are some of the things that you're working on that we'll get to see in the future? Well, one of the things that happens, so I write all my books by hand and then I take them to the computer when I've got it all kind of worked out, right in the margins, you know, cross things out, move things around, then I bring it to the computer. Well, in the fire, <laughs> all these handwritten notes, all the beginnings of the illustrations burned up. But I had actually written down two, I had gotten two of the books to the point where they, where I had already put them on my computer. And since I saved my computer, I was able to save those books. In the process of me rebuilding, I'm also writing another adult book on my experiences of what happens when you lose everything and start at ground zero. So I'm in the process of doing that one as well. And that's been such an interesting book the chapters are very short and I've um I've done a lot of work on not just the loss but what what the growth is that comes from being able to start again but in my own personal art I have started doing these wood burns now isn't that kind of cathartic doing burning on wood that's <laughs> oh, so wood beautiful form. but here are can you see that? Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. All of these, all these lines are burned into the wood. And then I come back in with colored pencil, sometimes with watercolor. I just finished um, a piece last night that I used watercolor. But I come back in with colored pencil. And these, this is interesting for me because this is a, a kind of artwork that I really can't scan and turn into a deck of cards or um, reproduce at all. So I'm I'm actually going to add a place on my website where I can actually um, provide original art to people from my website. So, but this whole business of wood burning has been so interesting it's I'm an illustrator I consider it illustrating on wood you know these are this is how I go about illustrating and pretty much the process that I've used is what I would use on paper but to do it to actually take a wood burn tool and burn it into the wood is incredibly meditative to burn wood, it's not how hard you push to get the line in there. It's how slow you go and what heat you use. So, you know, that whole process of I completely slow down. I put myself in kind of a meditative place. I relax my shoulders. It's like uh, when I talk calligraphy. Relax your shoulders, take a breath, allow your hand to work the, you know, the pens and the nibs. Uh, I do the same thing with wood burning. I slow everything down. I, you know, allow my to breath my breath to guide the wood burn tool and create these illustrations. It's illustrating on wood. Uh, create these illustrations that I think is artwork that honors Mother Earth because that's my whole big thing is artwork and words that honor Mother Earth. I love that. You're so artistic, so creative. 
You know, I love all your creativity. I remember us talking on one of my other podcasts during COVID and how you, how you found that COVID allowed you and others to slow down and to walk a little slower and to connect to mother earth and not be in this rush. Remember those conversations that we had, right? Yep. You know, well, and I think it, you know, that you bring up a really good point. We use COVID as kind of an excuse to slow down, to, you know, to uh, create a, to have a creativity that we haven't explored before. But I believe it's even more essential in our daily lives when we don't have COVID, that we have a tendency to rush, rush, rush. We get up late, we throw some breakfast down our gullet. If we even throw breakfast down our gullet, we rush to work, we rush around, we, we, we are constantly in motion. And then we sit down and watch TV. And I think TV is just a deadener anyway. Uh, you know, it kind of it's less brainwave activity than sitting on a chair in the middle of the room with nothing in your lap. And I think it's even more important now to honor our creative selves, no matter what it is. It doesn't have to be artwork. It could be, could be cooking. You know, it could be needlepoint. It could be um, gardening, whatever it is, to honor that inside of ourselves and say, we don't have to rush all the time. We can just appreciate being, just being, <laughs> and being in love with what we are doing. I think it's, I think it's even more important now than what we were doing in COVID. COVID was kind of the step-off point. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, an opportunity for us to see something different besides rush, 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 because it right. forced us to be isolated a little bit and to really slow down. And we had to get creative because there were a lot of things were limited that we couldn't do. So um, it really did bring that in. Now, before COVID, we would have you to the center every once in a while because Sue illustrated a game that we used to play at the center. And I wanna get that back going again because we still sell the games at the center. And That's people great. loved that. And it's, I'm spacing the name of it right now. It's Quintangled. Quintangled. It's really, it's this really delightful game, very loosely built on uh, Joseph Campbell's work on, um, you know, the, the steps of the soul. But it's fun. There's some competition in it, which makes it fun. But the cool thing is you have all these requirements before you go into the cave and, you know, consider what you've learned in the first half of your journey. Um, and then there's some requirements coming out. It's a wonderful way to bring community together. But the twist on the end, which is totally true to life, is it's not the person who gets the most points. Or, or gets home first. It's not the person who gets home first. It's the person who gathers the most points during the game. And points equal wisdom. So it's the person who gathers the most wisdom during the game that actually wins the game in the end. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a really fun game. It's I'd a love fun. to come again and teach that game. That would be really I think really we cool. should do that this winter because it was great, oh, great. for people. 
Um, but there's also a twist in the game where you have to do something against somebody else. And it's the hardest thing people have to do is to be mean to somebody else. So there is a twist in it too. Well, there is a twist. You do have your shadow act that you have to command. And it's so interesting to see how people react to the shadow act. Oh, no, no, we don't want to be mean. I don't want to do something mean. But after you emerge from the cave, there's also a really nice part of it that you have learned from that. And now part of what your requirement is, is to give something to another player. So you have learned what it feels like to do a dirty deed against a player, but now you know what it feels like to give what you have to another player. <laughs> it's, it's really great. And, you know, it's a whole spiritual journey. I love that. I love that. We've had her come out a couple of times and do it and people absolutely love it because it is a fun game. It's a fun game to play. It's a great one for the winter time when, people are more inside so we can gather people inside and kind of play the game um so it's it's always fun do recommend three to six players so that you gather your friends around you have a wonderful you know small dish meal and and you bring your cups of tea to the table and then you (laughs) play this great game Uh, oh, you've had so many accomplishments, Sue, and I've I've so enjoyed being part of your journey and all your things. I have several of your books and your art and your game, and you know I'm just such a big fan. Thank you so much, Violet. You have been such a good mentor to me and such a um, wonderful, generous person. And what you give to the community is wonderful. It's just absolutely wonderful. Um, We were talking earlier about how many different opportunities people have to learn and grow and create and gather and collect because of the business that you have set up. It can't be better than that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't even know how we stumbled on meeting each other i think it was at body mind and spirit i think think it was was. probably our first meeting and then (laughs) uh we just our paths continually cross and you know we continually connect and i get so excited when i get to see her because during covid we all stayed pretty isolated um and so i didn't get to see her that much so every once in a while i get to see her and i get very excited oh sue's here (laughs) <laughs> I love Sue. So well, we had COVID and then my house burned and then everything kind of went tipsy turvy and but now that my I'm I'm getting close to being able to move home again, which has been I can't wait. I can't wait. The eagles are inviting me. And we had bears cross the road the other day when uh, one of the neighbors and I were staring uh standing out in the road. So we had a mama bear and two cubs that crossed the road. So they are welcoming us home. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Once she gets settled, we might be able to get her at the center to do a class or two or a game night. We'll figure out something. Uh, We've been waiting patiently for her to get settled and then we'll have her out. Make sure you check her Etsy 
site that I've listed below. You can see all of her art, all of her beautiful stuff that she offers. Um, I also know that she has a newsletter that she puts out every once in a while that I love to see as well. So we'll get you that information so that you can stay connected to her and her journey. I'll put it in the description so you know Thank where you. to find her newsletter or sign up or just reach out to say hi. We all love to connect. Thank you so much, Violet. Yes, um, if you do go to suelion.com, my website is in flux right now, but you can sign up for the newsletter. And I don't put it out often. In fact, I've been kind of a, I've been a laggard getting it out this year because of so many details that I have to take care of. Um, but I'm going to be sending one out here pretty soon. Oh, awesome. I look forward to it. I love receiving them. Thank you for watching today, our sacred magic. I hope you'll follow, like, and comment on our platforms. Uh, our podcast is recorded audio in several different places, as well as you can see the video recording on our YouTube channel. So I hope that you have a great week. May you find great magic in everything that you do this week. I hope to see you really soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. And thank you for watching today. Thank you. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.